0: enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with cube from first arkansas bank and trust member fdic
1: calm where one call does it all
0: it's time for Roland with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now open in Cabot and Jacksonville.
2: There's only one Slim Chickens and there is only one Nolan Richardson. Nolan, it's just you and me tonight. Randy's off tonight, but welcome back to Drive Time on a Wednesday night.
3: Well, it's glad to be back, Rick. I hope Brandy's having a good time wherever he
2: is. <laughs> we hope he's having a good time wherever he is, too. All right, so you can call Coach Richardson, talk to him, 501-661-1037. Uh, Coach, you've seen the Razorbacks play against Duke last week. We talked about that a little bit on Thursday. Um I don't know if you got a chance to see the Furman game because it wasn't televised. You just had to listen on the radio. But um, what do you think of Arkansas' season so far?
3: Well, they've got very good talent. Very, they've got a very good basketball team. Uh, I know the young man that was the leading scorer was missing the other night, and that, that, takes, a, that takes a chunk out of the offense. Uh, and the reason that is sometimes because the guy scores quite a bit, sometimes it's hard to make up uh, adding new players to the lineup to make up what he was giving, but the overall picture of him, it's, it's, it's all about whether or not they will continue to grow as a team together and, and, and play as one unit as opposed to uh, individual.
2: You know, Coach, I don't know if we mentioned this last night when you were on, or last week when you were on, but the Duke game was played on the same date that when the arena opened in 1994, the 93-94 season, which is 30 years ago, your team was playing its season opener. Your team was playing its season opener on the date that Arkansas played its eighth game. The season's a little bit longer now. Is it amazing to you that they're starting so early?
3: Yeah, uh I guess in order to get the season in, and you're going to, you know, remember you're adding uh, two two new teams to the Southeast Conference. Uh, And so in order to get your timing, I guess on that scheduling in on time, you got to start a little bit earlier. That's, That's the only thing I can figure out. And to me, they could start anytime. They practice all year round now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> would you Would you worry though about maybe peaking early? Because when you're playing games like that exhibition game with Duke was like an NCAA tournament. I mean, excuse me, with Purdue, and then you got Duke in here. So you can't be uh, in just not full season shape when you play games like that.
3: Well, you're right in one aspect, Rick, and the other one is that. If you want to be good at what your team to be good, you play good team, and it gives you a true picture of of what's going on. Now, because of his style of coaching, you know it might be a little take a toll on guys simply because don't play very many players. But if you go on the other hand, see my style of play, I play a lot of players, Mm
1: -hmm. and
3: so you think you know you got Carlos Williams probably averaging twenty eight minutes. And he's your superstar. Yeah. Uh, so when you start taking the time that you put in with some other of your other players, it cuts down on that time on, on your better players. Uh, and I think going down the stretch, your legs become the most important part of practice anymore because if you don't have them, the shots off, the timings off, your running off. And so uh, that's the thing that uh, each coach has got to be. Uh, understanding is that they practice so much, they play so much that by the end of the year, they ain't got nothing
2: else to give. They've given it all. True. Well, to his credit, I think Musselman played in Furman. I think he played nine or ten players. So, you need to play that many games earlier. See what you got. Okay. Now, uh, Damon, this hasn't turned blue yet. Can I turn? Can I get Tim and Jesseville? On yeah. Just this? go ahead and punch them okay. on. All right, all right. There we go. Hi, Tim. Thanks for joining us. Got a question for Coach Richardson?
1: Yeah. uh, I've been watching Razorback basketball all my adult life, and I remember, excuse me, back when Nolan was coaching, it seemed like the players had a drive and a passion about the sport, And I ain't seen it today, you know, and I just wonder, if that's something that's coached or if it's just a change in 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 people in general and I want to hear what Nolan has to say about
2: it. All right, Tim, thanks for calling. Coach,
1: <clears throat> I don't Jim. know that
2: I see a lack of passion, but he's he's think he's asking if players were more passionate about the game when you well, coached them or today. Well, I think
3: I understand what he's saying because we have a conversation about that a lot of times uh, on on the, the, the patience, uh, the love affair of the game today. Uh, his, his day, my day, uh, you know, it, it, it it's totally different than today's day. You know, there's other things that, the, you know, we, we, we value the fact that we want to win the conference and we want to do this and we want to win 20 games. We want, there's so many. Uh, now all you got to do is win the right game. You know, you, you can, you don't, you don't have to have a great, great record to win a national championship, you can you can have lost 15 games to win a national championship. Mm. First of all, in our day, you couldn't even get in the tournament, and so it, you you you've got the young people who are now being paid to play. You've got no loyalty of uh, the well, I guess the, whatever the portal comes in. There's you know one week you're playing. a uh, with him and the next week you're playing against him it looks like <laughs> yeah, I mean right. come on so you don't have you don't have that uh, uh, to to me that it's difficult for them to get that togetherness and uh, the way it used to be uh, the, the, the fans are going to be there to support uh, and of course fans want excitement and so it doesn't seem like it's as excited uh, as as it did in the past because this was this was it i mean we were their pro we were everything that needed to be we were that uh it's not that way quite that way anymore Uh, that's how i see it
2: you mentioned a time when you were in college you had to win a conference championship to get into the ncaa tournament is it is it better to have more teams in or should it be tougher to get in
3: But you, to me, you got to have rules set where, you know, you just it, 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 just because you won a few games toward the end and made your made your your power rating a little bit better, you still got to play basketball some basketball games, and and if you play good schedules, then, and win most of that schedule, you're gonna get you're gonna find yourself getting into the tournament today, which is a good thing. The bad thing is those guys who are in conferences that win their conference, win their tournament,
2: and they still don't get to go to the tournament. Mm. True, you know <clears throat> this was before you were at Arkansas, but in nineteen seventy eight, when Arkansas had the last year with the three players Brewer, Moncrief, and Delf, Houston beat Arkansas in the semifinals at the Southwest Conference tournament, and then beat Texas to win the tournament. All three of those teams were really, really good. The NCAA at that time only had, uh, I think it was 40 teams in. And Arkansas, with 29 wins, was not sure they were going to get in the NCAA tournament. So it's at least a little bit better now that if you've got that kind of a record, you're going to get in. And, and so maybe that is better for college basketball, you think?
3: Uh, I, I, you know, I don't know if more is better. When you, if you go back... Be even during my time, I don't think, but maybe 16, 17 teams yeah. got to
2: go. It was. 16, and let me tell yeah.
3: you something, buddy. When you got to go, you was big deal. <laughs> Just getting to the NCAA tournament, uh, and and as time went on, teams were added, and as teams got added, it dilutes the water. <laughs> you're, not, you're, not, you're not as you're not as strong, but at the same time, you, you got reward a school or a team for having a wonderful season, especially if you win your conference. Mm-hmm. And then it came up during my time before with a con- conference tournament. And then all of a sudden, that's an automatic. So I can go 0-15 and, and win the tournament, I'm in the NCAA tournament. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: that is true. <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: don't, but... that, I don't see that done here. I'm saying, my God, I mean, we will work and worked and worked and I lost one game, and there's a team over here that didn't work, who won three right games before, and they're representing, and we're at home.
2: Wow, can't happen. You know,
3: there's just there's so many things that that are that the coaches can't don't really have any say over, but that's the reality of it.
2: You played at Texas Western. Before the year, a couple of years before they got, they won the national championship. But again, there were only sixteen teams. Then they won their conference championship. What do you remember about that? You were a young alum at that point. What do you remember about that team?
3: Oh, that I team knew about? that team very well, Rick, because I was still in, I was still <laughs> up there at school, and I was still mm-hmm. playing pickup games and practicing with them. Uh, I knew, you know, the, the buddies and Latin and Latino and all that bunch that. that that played up there. They, they were, you know, as as I saw them, I thought our team the year before was better than the team that won the national championship, which was a very good team. Wow, Of course, really? we play we play pickup games every day, so we know exactly. But they were able to run more. We were very patient, but but what coach did was for the first time in the history of the school took us to an NCAA tournament after his second year. Mm-hmm. And then he wins it in his fourth year. So it, it, it didn't surprise me that that the way he was able to do that is everybody's on the same page. And and I was noticing the fact that he wasn't a coach that played a whole lot of players but they didn't have a whole we, we didn't have a whole lot of seasons like we have today right
2: wow <clears throat> well, as, and I've watched the movie Glory Road you've probably watched it too how was Don Haskins uh, you are you were from El Paso so you know there you were and you went to Texas El Paso or Texas Western at the time how did he get players to come to El Paso, Texas that were that good and he, and he got them from a lot of different places didn't he
3: yeah, we did. We had great recruiting grounds. We had grounds where you call Juarez Mexico who stayed open all <laughs> night long. <laughs> and the guys that like to party and be out and has been wild all their lives they fit right in. <laughs> so you had you had that and, and, and of course when you bring up that type of situation, you know, just two two years prior to that I was the only black on the team.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, we didn't have like kids at UCF. When I when I was playing, I was the only one. And so uh, my senior year, by the time I was a senior, they brought in four. And all five of us could have started, but you couldn't start but three. So we had all these rules. You know, you can't do this, you can't do that. And so, you know, it's, it's a lot of different things that most people would have no clue in understanding what is going down. But we do. So the the, the probably the, the nicest and friendliest and loveliest place to come to school was at UTEP. Because all the other places was pretty much shut down. No social life. None whatsoever on the campus.
2: So you're insinuating that some of those guys came because they could go party in Mexico. And if they were partying in Mexico, how'd they get so good?
3: But they, they were good before they got to Mexico, Now <laughs> <laughs> They were already good. And a lot of people was buying them, and we, we entertained them. That's the big difference. You know, you go out as a young boy, seventeen, eighteen years old, first away from home, you get a chance to see freedom, freedom at last, free at last. You know, it's a, it's a totally different animal uh, than just, okay, we're going to college, and this is what you do. A, go to B, and B, go to C. It, it, no, it, it ain't quite that easy and that simple going off to college.
2: Okay, so then you get your first college job in Snyder, Texas, which is not exactly a big metropolis either. How did you get players to come to Snyder, Texas?
3: Well, the first time I got seven of them from El Paso to go with me. Seven, My first recruiting class uh, I recruited, there was a total of 12, I believe, and seven of them are from El Paso. Wow. I, I went through the best, got the best kids out of the El Paso schools uh, that didn't get a major college uh, offer. And they were, they were pretty good players. And and uh, I had been in El Paso as a high school coach for 12, 13 years. All the, all the high school coaches knew me and players and, and that thing. And when I got that job, I took that with me, and they, the coach that left the job left two or three pretty good little players to help, and, and we did real well. We won the conference, we won the regional. We got I, there Sixteen teams get to go to the NCAA uh, NJCAA, and we were able to get there. The hardest thing was that the NJCAA school that I took the job had was only was only four years old. It's only been in existence four years and had already won a national championship in those four years of existence. Mm-hmm. Wow. So winning the conference wasn't no big deal to some of those people. They, they, they've they already experienced national championships. So the next year, of course, we're in the Final Four, and the following year we go undefeated. And so that, that put a cap on it, and I last week came to Tulsa. But uh, the area was basketball and school, Period. There was no social gatherings. Uh, things uh, uh, it was it, it was basketball in school. That's that's what we, we preached.
2: So what and, you're saying and, is you, you didn't have Juarez to recruit to. So how did you get no. those guys? how did you get them to come? Okay, so your first pitch well, from El Paso, but then they were how'd you get the rest of them?
3: Well, the thing that that I think is important, is things that I was preaching when I was even in all the schools. I don't know why we want to call a student. Uh, the student athlete, And and I know back in the, in the day when we started, that was such a thing that we tried to have with a student-athlete. But all the years that I coached, I never thought they were student-athletes. There was maybe 90% of them went to college to, to play on the next level. They, You know, it, it wasn't... And it's worse. And it got worse. And so, to me you are a, an athlete that you're trying to be, make him become a student. And what happens is, is that when you find out that you can't make it or you're not going you become a student. Why? Because you, you need to get your degree now. It's very simple. If, you know uh, uh, as far as I'm concerned it's, the window of opportunity in basketball is a very small window. But to get a degree, yeah, you would be 80, 90. Yeah. to get a degree. Very and true. doesn't necessarily guarantee you anything. Well, when you go to Project Play Pro, a lot of the guys are guaranteed some money. They're, yeah. they're overseas, guaranteed a few dollars. Guys who have got children that are out as high school players. There's a lot of things going down that we don't, the eye doesn't meet or see. But, it, it, you know, and, and and if you got a coach then make sure that you're getting getting your home, your work done, and you and as me as a junior college uh, student, seeing to them that they, they their grades are good enough to make that next step. But I didn't see them as students until after the, their playing days were over. Mm-hmm. Then they a lot of them. I look at things that today I look at some of the kids that didn't graduate while I was there. Or through with school now? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, wonderful. I said, yep. and I said that, and I said that it happened to me. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to the, uh, when I got to the point of senior year. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I, I I had enough. I wanted to get out, get me a job, take care of my family. They, they don't see that, and and it's it's the reality of it. The, that's why the portal is gonna it's gonna it's flooding some gates that has never been open before. And uh, I don't know if it'll, ever, if it'll ever catch up or get caught or, or, or even get to the point where it is, it's not semi-pro basketball.
2: Nobody nobody knows where that will eventually go. Okay, we've got another call for you, Coach. It's from Scooter in Little Rock. Hi, Scooter, you're on the air.
1: Hey, Rick. Thanks for taking my call. Um uh, first thing I want to say is, is Rick, I, I've listened to you for years, and I, I appreciate appreciate you, and, and I love hearing you on the uh, morning show. That's that's typically when I get to listen mm, thank uh, you. to the to the station. So, uh, great great stuff on the morning show, Coach Richardson. Um, honored to talk to you, uh, Coach. Uh, I was nine years old in 1994, and uh, you kind of your team kind of taught me how to be a uh, Razorback fan. So, uh, good, good, good talking to you. I had a question. Um, I've been listening on and off this afternoon. Uh, so I, uh, I apologize. This question's been asked, but, um, coach, uh, what are your thoughts on the current college sports, um, uh, NIL, all all, all of that. What? How, how do how do you see we can fix this? I think we could all agree that it's a problem. But what what are your thoughts on how we can fix
3: this? <laughs> I, I wish I knew that, but they said I quite a bit of money to get that thing solved. But it's a. Uh, all I'm hoping that it just don't keep getting any bigger until we can get get some band-aids to stop the bleeding because it, it's gonna start bleeding big time. Uh, it, it's just, to me, it's already have. I don't, I don't keep up with with it. right. probably I should, but I I don't care to keep up with it because I, I it's, it's going. It's, to me, it's just I would like to see the kids get as much as they can. At the same time, I'd like for them to learn some hey, things and learn from it.
2: Hold the thought, and Scooter, if you want to okay. hold on, we'll keep you. We'll be back after this.
0: Tap Time with Bryce Null and Scott Parton, presented by New Province Brewing, returns this Thursday at 7. Tap Time is Little Rock's premier radio show for beer lovers by beer lovers. Tap Time, Thursday from 7 to 8 on 103.7 The Buzz, live from the Edwards Food Giant Studios. Tune in on Thursday nights between 8 and 9.30 for the Between the Mats High School football show featuring Matt McJunkins, Matt Wilcox, and Thomas Thrash from Hootons Football. You'll hear coaches, interviews, weekly top tens, players of the week, and the fan interactive Pick'em Challenge brought to you by American Safeguard Insurance. Call your roofing and Globe Life Liberty National Everett and Associates. Brett Michaels,
4: Party Gra 2023, Saturday. December 30th, Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Event Center. From over 50 million albums sold comes the poison hits and solo hits live. Brett Michaels, Party Gras 2023. Tickets on sale now at oaklawn.com. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Pickup truck. Sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Christy Pettit in Mommel, Matt Cooper in Russellville, or Madison Buse in England.
2: River Valley Tractor, your leading Kubota dealer of Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor is closer than you think. A company that cares for you is right around the corner. RiverValleyTractor.com. With five great locations to better serve you, visit River Valley Tractor in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, or Pine Bluff today or find them at RiverValleyTractor.com. Work smarter, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think.
4: Gwattney Chevrolet presents Devo Davis each week when he gets in the zone with Justin and Wes. Gwattney Chevrolet, just off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Or check out their selection of new and used vehicles at GwattneyChevrolet.com duck season is here. $50 off any Beretta A400 Extreme Plus 12 or 20 gauge shotgun and a mail-in rebate for $150 or get $50 off any Beretta A300 shotgun 12 or 20 gauge and a mail-in rebate for $75 for Thompson's and Sherwood. <coughs> Happy holidays from Luxury Pool and Spa in Conway and Russellville. The spa sale has been so successful that they've ordered another truckload for the holidays. Spas by Hot Spring, Caldera, and Fantasy are all on sale. Luxury luxury pool and spa also carries ledge lounger furniture and PK grills, which make for a perfect Christmas gift. And if you want to go all Clark W. Griswold and surprise your family with a new pool, luxury pool and spa can help you there as well. Live the life of luxury with luxury pool and spa online at luxurypoolarkansas.com. Cozy up to the ultimate comfort food. Slim's tender mac bowls are back. We start with a three cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal. Full served with Texas toast and a medium drink. The Mac is back and oh so tasty. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. Welcome back
0: to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. It's gut check time. Drive Time Sports is back on the Buzz Radio Network.
2: Well, if got check time you ought to stop at slim chickens and tell him thank you for uh sponsoring coach Nolan Richardson on our show okay scooter you, you heard that coach Richardson doesn't have a big solution to this did, did, did that satisfy you or do you have another question for him still there scooter I did well you're breaking up Okay, all right, Scooter. Well, let's go to Corn Dog. Corn Dog, you got a question or comment for Coach Richardson?
1: Yeah, I, um, Rick, I, you know you know how I feel about you, brother. Um, well,
2: thank and
1: you. I, I just wanted to uh, not take a lot of time here and ask Coach on his take of uh, hiring assistants and uh, wh- what that process is like, and uh, what he thinks about. Um, Musselman's assistance. I mean, you know, just uh, give us give us your take on on what that process is like. Of course, you know, with the Arkansas football team, <laughs> there's a lot of talk about you know the coaching staff there and that process too as well. But I know there's got to be a, um, you know, you seem to you seem to put put a staff together really well. So and uh, and we really appreciate all you've done. It's a long way from UTEP, in it, brother.
2: What <laughs> is that? All right, so coach, I think these questions. How do you put together? How did you put together staff? You had a smaller staff than they have now, but when you came to Arkansas, how did you decide who were going to be your assistant coaches?
3: Well, we talked about it. No one outworks, and if you if you are uh, you, not willing to work, then you probably don't need to. Uh, except the job that I have to, to offer, because I'm going to give you everything I got, and if I'm not, there's that thing comes in. If I'm not doing that job, I don't need to have a job, and so it's it's difficult with a program that's got to have the numbers and the seats. Or, you know, you, you, to me, you got to play. You, you got to in, in basketball. To me, you have to entertain the fans and win there's not entertain the fans and don't win because you can entertain you may not entertain but you can have them uh, on your side because you're winning but if you're losing you don't get either one so so I think first of all there's only one voice and that would be mine Uh, assistant coaches they don't they don't make decisions you know, they they're suggestion people, and so uh, when you find a coach that, that that can't take a suggestion or or don't want your suggestion, then you you probably need to start looking for you another job, or keep your mouth shut and and, 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 and go along with what's going on. I didn't I didn't have to do a whole lot of worrying about my staff members because they knew. That I, I'm not going. I'm not going to take. I'm not going to let you take the blame for what I haven't been able to do. You know, I, I got to do it. I've got to get out there, and you, you, you finding the players, and I got to sell them. You, all you're doing is finding them. I sell them. If I don't sell, and you found, you've done your job, and I and I respect you for that, and you'll be rewarded for that. And I think not worrying about. It, coach not worrying about over over his shoulder. If, if this going to be okay, are they going to fire me this year or next year? or Who's coming in? The, and that, that's that's their record. Uh, that's to me the coaches that have have longevity. How did they get to stay in places so long? saving in football. The uh, uh, guy over at uh, uh, up at Syracuse forty seven years is. Uh, and, and had most of his assistants with him all the through that time. When you when you can put something together and it stays together, it's better than every time something happens, you fixing it, running out, finding another one, or going to find this. You know, it, you, you can only fix it so many times. You can only put that band aid on it so many times. So, so I, I guess it's best to get what you got and go to work. So,
2: so when a coach, well, so when a coach leaves, like say Coach Doglin left to take a head coaching job at Jackson State. When you're looking to replace an assistant coach, where did you look? And, and okay, I was gonna, Where did you look for that assistant coach, and and what were Besides the fact that they knew you were in charge, what were other things that you looked for when you were hiring an assistant?
3: I mean, if I'm talking to the guy and we're being interviewed and what have you, I want to find out the style of play. You know, everybody can't play the way I want to play. And I make them understand that. I don't coach in the box. I, you know, you're not going to draw it up and A go to B and B go to C. I teach the game. That's what, That To me, that's what I do. That's what I feel I do. I teach the game itself. In other words, there there is no things that is pre-played. If I if, if I'm a running coach, we're going to run. If somebody says, "Oh, they don't do nothing but running gun, well, that's their opinion. Mine is we're running and executing, and and and, and that if you don't if you're not in, involved with that kind of stuff, then you don't need to apply for the job. I want to know what way you coach. What style you play? What kind of defense you play? You know whether or not you're loyal. Loyalty is probably one of the biggest keys for me. If you don't have the loyalty, then you can't help me because I'm, I'm giving you all my everything I can to make you successful. Because I know you're looking for a head job yourself, and 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 if you can help me become successful, I'm certainly going to be able to help you become successful.
2: So when you were talking about how in recruiting, you had to close the deal, but your assistants went out and found players, and then you would close the deal. What did you tell your assistants? How did they know exactly what you were looking for?
3: Well, it's it's, it's very simple. Very simple, Rick. They go out. They get a list of names and um, people that we're going to be recruiting that year. Then I go see them play. Mm. In other words, I I don't go with them to begin it. With the the, the and now I, I have a list I said no I don't I don't like him you know, I go watching no nah, then they start easily you're scratching them off you you're trying to find someone that fits what you like mine is long uh, athletic uh, use your hands not afraid uh, work ethic you know and I, what I do is I mark a star on the east that impressed me that night, take his page with me the next time, if you see if it's the same matching, then he's consistent. All that process goes through before I would take... Unless you call us Williamson, I don't have to do all that. (laughs) You know, but if you're someone that we're trying to find will fit us, that's the process that I would go through.
2: So, did you ever have a list of players you all decided you were going to look at? And say one of your coaches, Scott Edgar or Mike Anderson, or somebody went and looked at him and said, Coach, there's no reason for you even to come look. He, he just doesn't fit us. Did you have players like that?
3: Don't even need to come look. Yeah, I had. You know, Ron Urey was a tremendous player out of high school. I didn't have to watch him, but I, I did still. As I, a matter of fact, so I'm in the eighth grade. Uh, Todd Day, uh, his father was a coach. Uh, you know, when you talk about Lee Mayberry, he I mean, was part of the family. His sister married my son. And so that was the uncle, uh, the uncle of the kids, and I'm the grandfather of the kids. You know, so there there was a lot of, uh, of players that were able to get. Uh, uh, Oliver Miller, you know, was, was probably one of the big key athlete players that I had. We had to work like heck to get him to come to the University of Arkansas. Once he came on his visit and got with the right coaches or players and and he fell in love, and next thing you know, he was saying before he left that he's going to come to the University of Arkansas. And we're pretty good at the thing. We were beginning to be pretty, really good.
2: Well, let's go back and let's say you said, I want you to go look at this player and say one of your assistants came back and said, "Coach, this guy doesn't fit our system. Did you have players like that that you never even looked to see because your assistant said they don't fit?"
3: Yes, yeah. they, didn't, they didn't think I wasn't wasting any time. They know what I, That's one thing I, I try to make sure that they know the type of players that we've got to have in our system in our program. I think this can happen. I go out to see a player play. And another one catches my eye, Lindsay. Lindsay was not recruited by anybody except for North Texas. And that's the only school that offered him. So I go out to, to recruit his one of his buddies there at the junior college. He's six foot eleven, two hundred and ninety pounds. He's all he's just human beings, beast. But he wouldn't rebound, he wouldn't he wanna shoot threes all day long. And then here's this little Lindsey boy dunking over the top of him. And then I, I just walked over to, to the coach and said, who's recruiting him? So, uh, really, he's talking about going to North Texas. North Texas? This kid? I said, yeah. I said, hey, I'll give him one now, right now, on the spot. He hmm. said, really? He's that good? To me, that's how good he is. Yeah, to me. Hey, I don't know if he's that good to anybody else. Apparently, he wasn't. And that's the same way with Pat Bradley. I went to see somebody else. Yeah, there was Pat. It's crazy. You know, so sometimes you, you fall upon players. Some of them, everybody's recruited. Some of them, they don't. All I noticed is that if we started recruiting one of the players, everybody in the country started recruiting <laughs> that
1: player. And I used
3: to tell the guys, look, you let us recruit you, some visitors, I promise you, you'll get some offers. And, and it never failed. <laughs> if Arkansas is recruiting here, you, you must can play.
2: Yeah. When you win, so what was you told the coach that you'd offer Lindsey Howell right away? What was Lindsey Howell's reaction when you offered him that quickly?
3: That guy, I think, you know, he wasn't he wasn't one of those uh, you know cocky individuals. He could play, and he didn't know how good he really was. He was really good. Uh, uh, you know, he he didn't say anything, but he, he you could tell that. He was like, "Wow, finally, a big time, big time school comes after me." And and the guy that I went to see, all the big schools was after him. <laughs> but he, I was not know. I was after him to start off with, but after I saw what I saw, I wasn't after him anymore.
2: Interesting. <clears throat> Looking back, and well, we got to take a commercial break. Arkansas wouldn't have been, even with all the other talent, might not have gone to that 1990 Final Four without Lindsey Howell. Coach Nolan Richardson's with us. One more segment. You can call us if you'd like. 501-661-1037. six six one one zero three seven. We'll be back with Coach after this on Drive Time Sports.
3: Make the season extraordinary when you shop the spectacular holiday collection at Sissy's Log Cabin. From engagement rings to exclusive designer jewelry to loose diamonds, you'll find gifts everyone will love at the best prices. All while enjoying the Sissy's promise of unmatched service and experience at any of our six locations or online at sissyslogcabin.com. Embrace the magic of the season only at Sissy's Log Cabin, because life's too short for ordinary jewelry. Hey, everybody, it's
4: Howie at Robert Irwin Jewelers, and this year we've got a great gift idea for anybody's budget. Flexi Diamond Bangle Bracelets are the perfect fit for any occasion. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices, now with two locations open in Little Rock or online at rijewelers.com. Johnston's
0: Home Center presents Andrew Chambly when he joins Randy and Rick on Drive Time Sports every Tuesday through football season. Johnston's Home Center. If you can't find it at Johnston's Home
4: Center, you probably don't need it. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call... You'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio porch or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Looking for easy holiday gifts for the adults on your shopping list? You're in luck, and so are they. The Arkansas Scholarship Lottery is a winner wonderland. Scratch-off tickets make great gifts and start at only a buck, and players win more than Than a million dollars every day. Share the gift of winning with everyone on your list. Give scratch-offs. They're easy fun with a chance of easy money. Join the winner wonderland. Gift, scratch, and win today. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. Quality Outdoor Products in Alexander is your metal roofing superstore. 40 year warranty colors are available at only $289 a foot. 20 year colors are $259 and Gavaloom runs $249 a foot. A variety of seconds and overruns are currently available at $1.95 a foot. Come buy quality outdoor products in Alexander right next to the I 30 Speedway. Stop by the lot, column at 501 455 0240 or check out their website, qualityoutdoor.com. Blast into a new year with the Rocketman Show, a tribute to Elton John at Oakland's Event Center on January 1st, 2024. The Rocketman Show with Russ Anderson features a night of Elton's greatest hits, incredible costumes, and fierce piano playing on January 1st at Oakland's Event Center. Tickets for the Rocketman Show are available at oakland.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
0: Live from the Eat My Catfish Studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. It's time for Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson, brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now open in Cabot and Jacksonville.
2: Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. Coach Richardson brought to you by... Slim Chickens. We, of course, have them in northwest Arkansas. And I I have to say, I, I love any Slim Chickens. In fact, there's one very close to our church. So on Sunday, usually after church, probably three times out of four in, on, every month, that's where we go. Slim Chickens. It's absolutely terrific. If you go to Slim Chickens in central Arkansas, please let them know. Thanks for sponsoring Coach Richardson. We need to tell you that <clears throat> Nolan Richardson does not profit a dime from this. Slim Chickens does give an honorarium, but they go, it goes straight to the Yvonne Richardson Foundation, and you too can give a help. You know, in December, a lot of people start thinking, "Gosh, I need a tax-deductible gift. I, I need some help. It's going to help me with the IRS. I want to give to something really good." Well, a great cause is the Yvonne Richardson Foundation, and it's so much easier to give. The first couple of years we've had Nolan on, we've given an address; you can mail a check. It is so much easier now. You can use your credit card, debit card, and you can just go to GiftYvonne, dot com. You can make your gift right there, GiftYvonne.com. That money is going to be used to help families in need. Coach Richardson has always had that in his heart, still doing it year after year, even though he's been out of coaching for quite some time. You're gonna. It's going to be a gift well-received and well-used, Gift. Yvonne.com With that, Coach Richardson, we have one of your favorite people calling the guy that wants a statue of you in front of Walton Arena, which I agree with, and that is Stan. Stan, welcome to the show. I know you love talking to Coach Richardson. Are you there, Stan? Nola. There you go.
1: Hello.
2: Yeah, we got you. How go you ahead.
1: doing, Nola? How about you? Can you hear me, Nola? I can hear you.
2: Okay. Yep, we're all Nola, doing great. man. we can hear you. And Nola, we're doing can you great. hear me? Yes. I
1: can, I can hear you. Yep. Okay, you hear me? Okay. Yes. Okay. Hey, hey, Nola, I got a question for you. Can you hear okay. me? Okay. Yes,
2: he can hear you. Go ahead.
1: Hey, Nola, now you don't. You want to coach up there that one a that championship? And it it's sudden. And it's sudden. And Glenn Rose and them, they can't do it. You all coach one a NAS championship. So. Do you think they ever? Do you think they ever put that statue of you up there, man? Cause you don't <laughs> ever want. Hey, Rick. We've hey, been Rick.
2: lobbying for it. We've been lobbying for it. Yes.
1: Yeah, but hey, Rick.
2: Yes. Yes, man. Yes, Stan. I can hear you.
3: Okay. I'm here. Can I keep it real? You always do. Yeah, but anyway, Nolan.
1: Do you think they'll put that statue of you up there, man? They gonna put the statue up there? You <laughs> don't ever want to ever want that championship in the University of this I'm
2: gonna like, listen to you, man. All right, all right. Man. so Coach, we've had a long time um, emphasis on there should be a statue of you in front of Bud Walton Arena. Obviously, that's out of our control. We, there's nothing. All we do is lobby for you on the radio. Stan is your most ardent, um, your most ardent supporter on that. He calls at least twice a week, wondering when that's going to happen. So just so you'll know, Stan absolutely loves you.
3: Well, I appreciate that. You know, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, all the guest dues and all the things that have happened to me, is a blessing that I, uh, you know, I, I don't look, I didn't come, go into the business for any of that to happen, but uh, the, the numbers prove out to some of the things that happened that we were rewarded for. But I appreciate a guy that uh, enjoyed uh the way we play, or the excitement that we brought to the campus, the excitement that we brought to college basketball, because we were not only the fans for the Razorbacks, but around the country, I get off the of places, and most people view me, and I had no clue that would know about the for 40 minutes to hell. It's unbelievable.
2: Hmm. That's what national TV and winning will do for you. You know, <clears throat> It is interesting, you you have had the street named after you, and and what do you think when you watch a Razorback game, and we've got another caller that we'll get on in a second, what do you think when you watch a Razorback game and every time they go past where it says Nolan Richardson Court?
3: Well, you know, it's it's very hard to describe the feeling, because, uh, you know, there's been several coaches uh, that I thought should have their name on on the floor, that they haven't, and there's some that, that do. And I'm 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 one of those blessed, one of those lucky guys that were able to have a good enough staff and good enough basketball players to have a chance to have my my name placed with those big boys on the on a floor. Uh, it's just, you know, I, I'm, I'm very appreciative and our family is very happy about
2: it. All right. Well, we got another caller for you, Coach. Here's Brad in North Little Rock. Hi, Brad. You're on with Nolan Richardson. You got a question or comment for him?
1: I got a comment and then a real quick question. First of all, Coach, uh, it is an honor to speak with you. You, uh, you made some memories for me going down to the old reunion arena as an 11 and 12 year old kid uh watching you battle uh Tom Penders and the rest of the Southwest Conference. So man, I it is an honor to to ask you this question. You you had some adversity early in your career at Arkansas as a coach and obviously God rest your soul, your daughter passed away. What uh what was your mindset and how did you get through that uh and then elevate the, the team to where you where you got it right before you left and I will hang up and listen. Thanks, coach.
2: All right. Thanks, Brad.
3: know. When you see how we got through it, I still haven't gotten through it. Uh, I think I'll be going through it till I'm gone. Mm. But uh, it, it it gave me an extra incentive to to do my best job because that was was one of the her wishes that we could that I could take the job and win a national championship, and it, it happened. Uh, now every time I think of that, that's when I. I I can afford having a smile on my face because I was able to do it and so I would say the incentive of trying to do something for someone that you love not so much
2: that's definitely a motivating factor and because Yvonne if I'm not mistaken she's the one that told you to take that job at Arkansas didn't she?
3: absolutely she did uh we didn't know it. we wanted to do that but she was adamant about it so I uh, granted the wish that she would like to have done and hopefully winning the national championship as she predicted mm-hmm. and if you got that you probably can win it it happened
2: Amazing Amazing Okay, let's talk to Blake and Little Rock Hi Blake, you're on the air
1: Hey guys Rick I just wanted to say man, I love you baby You're great well, thank uh, you. And Nolan, I moved to Arkansas in '86, and a friend of mine took me to see a game in Little Rock, and it was uh, Lee Mayberry, Scotty—not Scotty. It was uh,
3: what's the Day other or? young man
1: that shot shot the lights out? Uh, Todd Todd Day.
2: Yeah,
1: I I had never seen basketball like that, and I just fell in love with your program and watching you guys, and y'all were so exciting, and I just I hated. Never wanted it to end. I just wanted you to know I really enjoyed your time there. That's really all I want to say.
3: Very nice, I appreciate that. Okay. I appreciate it.
2: Thank you, Blake. Yeah. You know, it's in interesting um, that while you're doing it, uh, you did a call in radio show for a while, and people weren't always as nice to you as they are on this show, were they? Uh, they're too nice. <laughs> they're very nice now but it's interesting people look back and wow that was great That was, but sometimes when you're doing it it's not as appreciated as later when you look back is it?
3: Well you've got something to judge it on now in other words well we, I remember we used to do this and I remember we were <laughs> here and I remember and, and the, the deal is that the young kids are getting old enough and the young ones that are coming wasn't around <laughs> so they they can't they 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 probably think oh uh, it, it's probably the same way with the, say the sydney's group uh uh you know each each year that goes by we get older
2: yeah and uh, here
3: it is 30 years later that we won a national championship yeah seems like yesterday yeah to some of us uh to most of us like me it's Seems like 100
2: years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, it hasn't been that long. And we won't wait 100 years before we have you back next Wednesday night. Hogs play at Oklahoma Saturday. We get a chance to talk about that game. Coach, always absolutely delightful to have you on. Thank you so much. You got it. That is Nolan Richardson. Randy Rainwater will be back with us tomorrow night. We hope you'll join us then for Drive Time Sports.
0: You're always the MVP here. He's too ugly to be the world's camp. The world's champ to be pretty like me. KABC, 103.7 The Buzz.
1: I am the greatest.
4: This is the pigskin preacher bringing you the word. It was recently announced that Elon Musk is the world's wealthiest man with a net worth of 251 billion dollars.